what do you want the rain for? <clears throat> you want it for selfish reasons or do you want it to be able to give to other people and have them experience the water and the wetness and the smell and the feeling of the rain? So oftentimes in our society, we're looking for these things and looking to attract these things for personal gain. Now, there's nothing wrong with having all the riches and the, you know, bank accounts yeah. filled up. But as we have more, it's important to give more. Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Commit First podcast. And today we have David Shiner on the call. David, what's up? Hey, what's up, Sagi? So um, to those of you who don't know David, David is a, um, he's a lot of things, but he's, he's basically a life coach uh, um, and he's, he's an amazing coach. He's a chiropractor um, by practice, um, also leading meditation um, and meditation and mindfulness, um, and, and guiding people through life to find their clarity and their kind of like calling in their career and life purpose. Um, and the way we met is by me joining what's called the big ass calendar club, which is, um, a, an exclusive community of an entrepreneur called Jesse Itzler. And David is a coach on the team of that community. Um, and that's kind of like how we met through that community. Um, and, so first, to those who don't know David, I'll let you know how to follow David later and we'll have this conversation now. But if you don't know Jesse, by the way, you definitely should also follow Jesse Itzler. He's amazing. Um, we both love him, right, David? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think kind of like what gets us connected because like um, Jesse is this like entrepreneur who's um, like also an entrepreneur, also cares about his, his fitness and his family life and kind of like, you know, everything together. And that's kind of like what brings us people in i guess too um because we have talent we have challenges in life and that's why you coach about like we we all have challenges of finding clarity and finding the right balance between kind of like our work and our life and what you know what uh what means more <laughs> um that you know our health or our tons of tasks that we have to get done um being with our kids or getting that deadline met and i think that's where you come into the picture so first of all thank you so much for coming in the show um, and how about you give a, a bit of intro of like, um, about what you do today as of now, um, in your process. Sounds great. Well, first of all, thanks for having me and we've known each other for a little while now. So I yeah. really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, right now I'm spending most of my time helping people find their purpose. So that's my purpose is to help people find theirs. And so I do a lot of transformational life coaching calls. Mm -hmm. I lead meditation groups. And I also, when things are open, travel the United States and guest lecture at major colleges and universities, helping undergraduate students find their future career path. And it's amazing. Yeah. And as you mentioned, Jesse Itzler spending time coaching in his big ass calendar club, which is how we met. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely have your, um, it seems that you care about influencing others. Like, you know, um, and we'll talk about your clarity soon, but I think one of the things that a lot of people have problem with the nowadays is like, what do I do when I grow up? Right. 
um, or kind of like, how do I understand, how do I gain clarity about what I have to, um, where am I going, you know, with all of this? Do you have a process or framework that you follow? I do. And the process and the framework that I use to help people find that clarity, first of all, is to get in touch with the thoughts that they're having. And we have our thoughts that are continuously on repeat. Right. And I was just speaking to a client about that yesterday, where go ahead and first of all, take an inventory, if you can, on a one day of your thoughts and have a journal and write your thoughts down. And you'll notice that they repeat on a daily basis. So first of all, get clear on what your thoughts are. And you're right there. Are, what's that? Stop right there. Journaling. Writing your thoughts down. Why doesn't everybody do it? Well, it's such an amazing question. It's because we're on an autopilot type of life. Okay. And yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I, 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 this is really big. I mean, I just, I'm, I was wondering about myself. This question was about myself kind of because I was like, I have not been journaling properly. Like I've been on and off, like in the past couple of years, I never heard about it even before. Um, but the, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, why, why aren't people really doing it? How can we make everybody that's listening right now, if you're not journaling, how can we start them journaling right now, today? What, well, the most important thing is asking yourself the question, what do I want? Number one. Right. So if you want to enhance your life in those buckets that you were mentioning before, Sagi, with wellness and business and family and personal life, Ask yourself, what do I want in those four buckets? And if you're not receiving what it is that you want, kind of hit the brakes, so stop. And then on your calendar or your day planner, put 10 minutes a day for journaling. And do you, you probably have that, um, your, your journaling um, um, routine. Do you journal freely? Like, like, do you have like your journal, which is like kind of like an open notebook or do you have a specific journal with you? I know there's like the five minute journal and all those kind of journals. Yeah. For me, most of it's gratitude. It's a gratitude journal and I'm sticking with what I'm grateful for on a daily basis for at least 10 minutes. And then the next five I'll free journal. Got it. Nice. And, um, so 10 minutes sounds like a lot to think about what you're grateful for. Um, and I, I mean, gratitude, I know, is one thing that you're really good at. Um, and it's something that I want to talk to you about because I think people are not, are not full of gratitude, right? Like we're living such a world where now they scare us about everything. And we tend to kind of like, I don't know, turn out against each other in a way. Um, and gratitude just seems to not be there and seems to even like um I'm, I'm trying to develop it myself like to to be as you know you see these people that are thankful for everything and you're like some of them you feel like are living in la la land you're like are you freaking crazy or looking what's going on outside you know and um and i know that because i was that person and now i'm looking at myself and i'm like shit i need to be that person you know like we need to be and i see all the successful entrepreneurs all the successful entrepreneurs around me, like are the people that are the most grad, like um, grateful for what they have in life. And, um, and so what would be your suggestion for people to really 
show like have more gratitude develop gratitude in their life so even that 10 minute journaling like what do you do in 10 minutes when you think about you know gratitude yeah so first just make a list of what you're grateful for it's so simple and start by making a list of everything in your life currently that you're grateful for and I want to expand on this for just a minute or so mm-hmm. on that exercise that I bring people through and how they can bring more gratitude to their life if you're okay with that sure and of course go ahead and make a list number one of everything that you're grateful for in your life and bring it back first to the basics can you see can you hear smell taste and touch do you have a roof over your head do you have food on the table okay great let's start there do you have a computer do you have a car do you have your health if you don't have your health you don't have anything so start with the basics are the children healthy the wife the husband the partner etc and then we have this thing we have seven things actually called chakras right starting at the crown going all the way to the base chakra. In between those, Savi, we have our throat chakra and our heart chakra, which is down here, right? And in between, we have this thing called this gratitude mini chakra. And you can work with your gratitude mini chakra by simply taking fingertips of either hand and tapping. It's right between your chest plate in the area of your sternum. You could feel these bumps You could feel these bumps and you simply tap on those. And what you do is you say, I am grateful for life. I am grateful for life. I am grateful for life. You say that three times, grateful taking a life. breath. I'm grateful for life. I am grateful for life. Right. And guess what? You do that between three to 27 times a day for one lunar cycle for one month. Hmm. And while you're tapping, you're thinking of the things that you're grateful for. And what that's going to do, it's going to bring in this law of attraction that we've all heard of. And that law of attraction is going to send you things that you're interested in attracting to your life, what you desire, because you've heard this before, what you desire desires you. You opened the Pandora box, Mr. David Shiner. I mean, I am definitely into the law of attraction nowadays, like crazy. I, in a way where I just recently, um, in, in, in the previous couple of months, I've been thinking about how to market my new business, which opened 2020, which is an agency. And um, it's been growing, but I was like, how do I bring in new clients? And um, it, UI UX is not something that you just like usually reach out to people via DMs and you do, go the usual marketing route. People come to me by word of mouth usually. And I was like, how can I, so, okay. So if word of mouth is my main marketing channel, how can I increase word of mouth so I can serve my clients better? I can offer an affiliate program, good enough. But the thing I found most amazing, which is like, I, it sounds woo-woo, but it's not. It's when I meditate and invite customers I actually get calls and messages from potential customers the same day. So like I, I found out, I'm like, this is a strategy any, like more effective than reaching out to people on LinkedIn. Like it's crazy. It's just, and I'm like, should I really try to apply this as a strategy of marketing for my business? You know, like the law of attraction. I mean, but it, it's actually the thing that works most. So I started, I started going into a few, um, 
I started investigating into this topic, like seeing a lot of videos. But while you're here, let me pick your brain about it. What's your take on it? I would love to hear your tactics. <laughs> yeah, it's something that's been around for, for many, many, many millennium. And the law of attraction is nothing new. As we get more still and quiet inside of ourselves and we bring in that gratitude and then we send out to the universe, there's this thing called the formless substance. There's a formless substance that's all abundant. It's filled with abundance and prosperity, just waiting to send it to you and to everybody that's listening. Number one, have gratitude. Number two, get still. Number three, become quiet internally. And then we impress on this formless substance that which we desire. And we have to make sure that we're giving more in service value mm -hmm. than in the monetary rewards that we're going to be receiving in return. Got it. So service value. So for example, your podcast is amazing. You're giving so much in service and there's going to be a lot of value in return for the listener. So the law of attraction, an amazing book that you might want to take a look at everybody that's listening and yourself, Soggy, is called The Science of Getting Rich. The Science of Getting Rich is a book that was written in the 1800s. This stuff's been around for a long time, and the author is Wallace Waddles, W-A-T-T-L-E-S, and he was part of this New Thought movement, uh, spiritualist movement, and his book is incredible. And it's called The Science of Getting Rich, which is pretty, pretty cool that it's, you know, you say it's about the law of attraction and not everything, like, specifically, um, you know, money-wise, but in terms of, you know, rich can come in many ways so yeah exactly the richness from within and we have that same substance within us from where those jewels and gems will be sent to us from the universe all we have to do is impress our thoughts on this and it will be sent to us but not from a greed standpoint not from an ego standpoint from a complete gratitude thankfulness standpoint yeah i mean i i'm i'm hearing a lot about this especially um there's one person that talks about it a lot is uh joe rogan and greg um ah what greg bread yeah exactly yeah. yeah and so um he was talking about specifically like you know the, i don't know if you heard his story about like um his friend praying for water for rain um, it was like, there was not, there was no rain and for a while in his, in his region. And he went to visit a friend and the friend took him to the field and he was just like closing his eyes and, and just like closing his eyes for like 20 minutes or so, whatever. And, um, and then after that, they said, okay, let's go. And he was like, are, are you finished? And he's like, yeah, well, I'm done. It's like, what did you do? And he was like, I, if I come from a place of lack saying there's no rain, please let it be rain it means I'm acknowledging that there is no rain. But if I, <clears throat> but the rain is here. And what I did is I just closed my eyes and I visualized the rain falling. And I, I visualized it soaking my feet and I visualized it like, you know, spreading across all, this whole region. And, um, 
and I, I imagined the smell of the rain and, and everything in it. And once I did that, um, I kind of like acknowledged the rain is here. And then that same evening, it started raining for the first time in like a long time in that region. And, um, and Greg said how, how in shock he was, you know, but that kind of like started his journey of like looking at these kind of, um, he calls it like the, a different kind of prayer because there's all kinds of prayers, but there's a prayer of like, um, please God, let me have this, please God, let me have that. And there's like all kinds of prayers, but this is like a different kind of prayer. And this is more kind of like a, the prayer that really comes, you know, that, that really gets answered. Um, and, and, um, so it's really fascinating. I think what you're saying is really connecting to that. I, well, it's important. I, I agree with what you're saying. And Greg, I'd met him years ago and uh, we spoke for a few minutes about this. And what's useful to keep in mind is what do you want the rain for? Do you want it for selfish reasons or do you want it to be able to give to other people and have them experience the water and the wetness and the smell and the feeling of the rain. So oftentimes in our society, we're looking for these things and looking to attract these things for personal gain. Now there's nothing wrong with having all the riches and the you know, bank accounts yeah. filled up, but as we have more, it's important to give more to people. And one of my mottos, personal mottos is how can I help? How can I serve? Having that service, mindset i love that i mean i i actually have it um listed down as um so i i, I notice a lot of people which are doing less well in life let's call it like that and and the people that are doing very well the people that are doing very well i notice they are in what's called a how may i help you mentality where they are always looking to help and give um very interesting i love i love it I'm, i really find you know, really connect to it. Um, question. I, I don't know if it's possible, but I think like I'm trying to get as practical as possible. Um, and obviously in the short time that we have on this episode, is there something like a 10 minute gra gratitude meditation that we can do at the end of the episode? If we, if we schedule it now, of course. Awesome. All right. So I'm, I'm definitely about it. If you want, let's, um, let's talk for another like 10 minutes. And then uh, the last 10 minutes of the show, if anybody's right now on the road or anything, we won't interrupt you in the middle of the episode with a meditation. Um, but if you're listening to this, so just know in about 10 minutes, we're going to have a gratitude meditation. So, all right. Awesome. Um, and then you can come back to it if you're on the road or something. Um, so um, I want to come back for a second to the journaling part and the gratitude, like, um, so in these 10 minutes, again, what do you do? You, you tap, you tap on your chest, like you just showed me in the middle of the chest and say, I'm grateful for, for life. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for life. And, um, do you, you write down what you're grateful for in the journal? So that's a separate exercise. The journaling, the gratitude journaling, is something that you can basically start your day off with in the morning. You can, you can end your day off with that. The gratitude exercise, opening up the gratitude mini chakra is something that I'm actually going to include in the 10 minute guided okay. meditation in just a few minutes. I'm going to make that come full circle. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, so going back to the journaling uh, just for a second, just because I'm interested in, in how other people journal, um, 
I've, I've noticed that I had periods where I wrote three things I'm grateful for and another three things, um, three of my goals. Like it doesn't matter if it's short-term or long-term goals. I just, you know, uh, and I did it before I went to sleep and when I woke up, kind of like to get myself aligned, right? Um, and I noticed that when I'm writing things I'm grateful for, it's really hard for me to, to pay a lot of, to really feel grateful for that, you know, in a way it's kind of, and, and also just saying there's some people in my life that I wish I, I would have been more grateful for. And I'm feeling they actually made my day worse. And I'm thinking, okay, I, and then that's why when I get to the journaling part, I'm like, I should list why I'm grateful for that person. Um, but sometimes it's hard, you know, like I had just a story today with one of my neighbors, kind of like, it's, I, I want to list just that because I want to be grateful for everything. Um, but it's very hard, you know, like, especially at nighttime, you're like, mm, you know, like, sorry, but fuck this person. Like, I'm going to list what I'm really grateful for, which are my kids and like the, the obvious things, right? But do you write things that are you're usually less grateful for because you want to, you know, turn them around? You know, that's an amazing question. I hold those people in my mind and I surround them with a, with a healing, loving white light of energy. I use my gratitude journal specifically to list the things that I am grateful for. Mm. So whatever it is that I'm currently grateful for in my life, I list the things that I'm not grateful for yet, or I'm just not grateful for. I leave out. That's okay. so it's You're just being real being really real about it and also setting healthy boundaries around it. And boundaries is an amazing topic in and of itself. Mm. I highly recommend that people start learning how to set truly set healthy boundaries in their life in all areas. So they're spending their time doing what they love doing mm. with the people that they love spending their time doing these things with. And because life is short, we only have a certain amount of years on the planet Right. So we want to start minimizing and if we can, eliminating certain distractions, people, places, things and thoughts, which is the most challenging one. But what if one of the closest people to you, I'm asking because I had a few kind of like these in my life and I bet a lot of people have those too. And Louis Alci has talked about it with Dr. Joe Dispenza as well, like people that are really close to you that are um, that are your, you know, the, you know, the reason you're upset or whatever, like, right. So, um, closest friends, partners, um, like sometimes your kids, like people are in better relationships, get somehow to like, you know, some people are toxic. What can you do? Right. And then the question is like, how do you, you can't really separate them from your life. And then, and then again, maybe you can, but it will be a very, very hard decision with bad karma and everything like that. You don't really want to do that. So it's kind of like, how do you give those people space in your life and be great, you know, I don't know, create a loving kindness kind of area around them? So you could relate it to gratitude. I'll, I'll say it this way. What I have found is you take a look at them as a human being and all of their qualities and characteristics. And the ones that you see are toxic, okay, you know about that because that's probably what you focus on most of the time with those types of people. Right. Pull out some of the characteristics and qualities that you see are their strengths. 
And Dale Carnegie in his groundbreaking book, How to Win Friends and Influence People talks about, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. So don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Take a look at the qualities that the people have that are actually good. Everybody has good qualities. Now, some people out there may think, well, what about the person, the murderer, you know, that killed people? I understand that we're talking about something else right now. So some people that are in your life that are toxic, that have these certain characteristics about them, they do have qualities that are good. Pick those out and you can hold them in that space that I was talking about before and that healing white light. You're in a sense praying for their healing, right. praying for their well-being and their good. Right. And then the question is like, at what stage do you kick them out of your life? For instance, I had a friend. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not sure I made the right move. Maybe I didn't, but it didn't. It was toxic. I kicked him out of my life. Since then, I've been growing. Like I felt like I, I'm free. It was, it was already 10 years ago. But it's like for me, kicking that person out of my life in a way. I mean, I'm saying kicking. I'm just, I just disconnected everything I had to do with him. And he was my best friend. But he was toxic. And I, I got to the conclusion I needed to, and I gave him a chance. I went to um, um, my meditation, um, in, like he's a monk and I went to him, uh, my meditation teacher and, and I asked him about it. He's a Buddhist monk and he told me, listen, you don't leave a friend, like he needs you be there for him, like that's bad karma. Um, and I, it, he convinced me, but then I was miserable for another year and then I let him go, that friend. And I found happiness and like, I was so happy. I had dreams about him, kind of like nightmares of him haunting me. He haunted me for a couple of years. I'm not kidding, in my sleep. Um, so, and, and those kind of like, and, and it's something that made me think, did I do, did I make the wrong move? Did I really hurt someone like that? But I felt that it's so good not to have him in my life that now I feel like, God, I, I, I'm so thankful I kicked him out of my life because I live only once, right? So now I'm thinking about everybody who's like, um, I'm wondering a lot of friends that are in bad relationships that are close to being divorced. A lot of um, like another more toxic friends, uh, people that are their parents are toxic. Um, I've close people like that in my life. And I'm like, how do, how, how can we deal with toxic people? Like it's, it's something that really, it's, it's kind of like on the verge of, of, of the topic of like, how do you get um, people that are not into personal development into personal development? You know, it's like, it's kind of like a, you really can't know. There's no right answer in a way, but. It's true. And I, I think you did a good thing by putting that person, you know, where you want them to be. And that comes back to the boundaries. It's taking an inventory of how do I want to live my life? Right. What are my aspirations? What am I up to? What do I want, want to achieve? What levels do I want to reach? And if there are things that are weighing us down we need to take an inventory of what are those things people places and things and as lovingly as we can be separate ourselves from those things and it's challenging because it could be close family members and one of the books and i have reference so many books already, but I'll reference one more. It's called Boundary Power. And Boundary Power is a groundbreaking workbook. I believe it's purple and black. And it's a workbook where you can go through it mm -hmm. and start developing this 
rock solid foundation of what am I going to accept? What am I not going to accept in my life? Again, people, places, and things. So this way I can rise above it and keep climbing because we don't listen, Sagi, we don't want to stand in the shadows of others of the greats that came before us. We want to stand on shoulders and get to the next level. And we didn't come here to shrink. We came right. here to shine. Right. So when we have a lot of toxicity in our life, beside our own thoughts, right? Yeah. These people, we don't want that to minimize us. We want to maximize our greatness and our magnificence right. from within. I love the I love that uh, topic and question. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I could talk about it for hours and I, everything that you said. I can go into the journaling, but we have 10 minutes. So now for the last 10 minutes, um, let's go ahead and, and uh, go for the gratitude meditation. I think that will give like amazing value to everyone listening. So, okay, fantastic. Let's do it. All right. So what you're going to do, wherever you are, you're going to sit um, it's in a chair or whatever it is, feet flat on the floor with your palms face up on your knees. And I want to revisit for the first minute and a half, the gratitude mini chakra. It's alive. You have to bring it to life. There's a little flame in there. As you work with it, the flame will become brighter and you will start attracting things to your life that yes, in your wildest dreams, most people say not even in your wildest imagination, or your wildest dreams, yes, in your wildest imagination and in your wildest dreams, you will attract these things that you desire to your life because they're out there just waiting for your call. So what you're going to do is take the fingertips of either finger and you're going to tap right here in the center of your chest is your sternum. And in that area, you'll find bumps and you're going to tap. A little bumpy area in between oh. the chest, yeah little bumpy area. This is where it is. And you're going to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out as you're tapping. Deep breath out. And you're going to say, I am grateful for life. And keep your eyes mostly closed. Deep breath in, deep breath out. I am grateful for life. And you're still tapping. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. I am grateful, grateful for, life. for life. And put your hand down, palms facing up. You're going to do that between three to 27 times a day, whenever you can remember, for one month. And right now, I want you to focus in that area that you were tapping with your eyes closed. And I want you to think of some things in your life that you're currently grateful for. Maybe it's your children, maybe it's a spouse or a partner, family members, friends. What is it that you're currently grateful for in your life? Just simply think of that or those things. That's right, very good. As you think about what it is that you're grateful for, a warm and fuzzy feeling comes across your entire body. You feel good, you feel more alive. 
Now, with all of your attention on that area that you were tapping, I want you to take the palm of your right hand and I want you to put it over that area that you were tapping. It looks just like this. And I want you to take the palm of your left hand and put it over the palm of your right hand. And I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to think of something that you're looking to attract in your life right now. Are you looking to attract a person? Are you looking to start a new business? Are you looking to increase your fitness? Are you looking to bring more health into your life, increased prosperity and abundance? What is it that you're looking to bring into your life right now? It's out there waiting for you. All you have to do in this present moment is have that clear picture in your mind's eye. You must be able to visualize it in your mind. Is it a person? Is it a business? Is it more clients scaling your business? What do you see? You want to grasp the picture of what that is from your mind and bring it into the gratitude mini chakra right now. Breathe it in. Take a deep breath. Breathe it in from your mind into the gratitude mini chakra. Breathe it out. Breathe it in again. Deep breath in through your nose. Breathe it out through your mouth. One more deep breath in through your nose. Breathe it out through your mouth and you're breathing it all out. Every single drop, there's a little bit left. Breathe it, push it out into the universe. Now what happened is you're clear on what you desire. You see it, you're grateful for it and you just breathed it into the universe. The universe has received it. Now you're going to become a receiver of what it is that you desire. Most critical point of this entire meditation is this. You have to be looking for that which you just sent out into the universe. Don't just wait for it. You have to take action. Action is the missing piece in the law of attraction. And that action is you writing in your gratitude journal on a daily basis, what you just sent out into the universe you're going to already be grateful for it. 
acting as if it's already in your life is the glue to have it being sent to you. Acting as if you already have received it, giving thanks that it's already in your life. Look for it around every corner. Look for it where you may least expect it. And when it shows up, the first thing that you do is give thanks to the universe for sending it to you because that will set the stage for you to receive more. Take a deep breath in through your nose and blow it all the way out through your mouth. Take another deep breath in and breathe all the way in through your hands that are covering your chest. And breathe out through your mouth. One more deep breath all the way in, all the way into your chest through the gratitude mini chakra and all the way out. Slowly bring your hands down, palms up on your knees. Open your eyes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for allowing me to share that experience with you and your listeners. Oh man, that was amazing. That was amazing, man. Thank you so much. This is perfect. Best podcast episode ever. I'm not kidding. I'm like ending this with a really good vibe right now. So thank you. Really appreciate you, man. Uh David, this was this was awesome. I know you have to jump off. Um you have a great and, day. In like one minute before we just finish, um, I want to ask two things. One is where can people find you? Yes, uh, go to my website, which is my name that you might be able to see here in the corner, David Shiner, S-C-H-E-I-N-E-R.com, davidshiner.com. And send me a message. Would love to get in touch with any of you. Awesome. Do you have um, any uh, socials that you like people to reach out as well if they're on social? Instagram is David Shiner and my, no, excuse me. Instagram is at Shiner David, S-C-H-E-I-N-E-R, David, at Shiner David. Uh, Facebook is David Shiner. Awesome. So I will link to all of those in the show notes. Um, and last question, uh, any, you recommended the science of getting rich, how to win friends and influence people and boundary power. Any other books that you would recommend to our readers, to our listeners? Yeah, oh, you mentioned Jesse Itzler. He has two amazing books, uh, Living with the Seal and also Living with the Monks. The last book that I'll recommend is my third book that I'm working on, yes. which is The Five Flags of Transformation. And also another book that I'm working on, which is The Life You Were Meant to Live. Those will be coming later this year. So when they will be coming out, let's do this. Let's get on another episode and um, because I think we have a lot more to talk about. So I would love to have you on again. And um, appreciate it. And we will, I'll, so I'll, I'll buy books from you and we'll give it out to the audience and uh, we'll, we'll make sure to promote those because those are probably going to be awesome. So looking forward, David, thank you so much, my man. Really, really appreciate you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. We'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. 
Thank you so much for watching, and if you like what you just saw, please consider subscribing down below and also clicking the notifications button. Subscriptions go a long way, it's your way of saying thank you, I want to hear more from you, so I uh, would love to see you here subscribe and, and for me to be able to reach you with uh, other videos that I post here. Besides that, I would love to invite you to the community over on Facebook. It's the Creatorpreneurs community. So just go over to Facebook and search for Creatorpreneurs. I'll also link it here down in the show notes. And one last thing, I have a weekly newsletter coming out with books that I read and I recommend, with podcasts that I listen to, and with a personal note sharing my insights uh, for other creatives in order to build their business as a lifestyle business and uh, build their tribe. So if you are interested in that, you can also head on to the link in the show notes where you can subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Um, that's how I came up. I love newsletters. So I wish you tons of success with your journey and hope to see you again in the next video. Cheers.